With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, with you for the final time in 2021. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. We have been unable to get any Hawkeye media on the program as they've been tied up during the 10 to noon hours. Uh, but that'll change here today uh, at 1030, 1025, somewhere in that neighborhood. Scott Dockerman, who uh, is down in Orlando, he double-dipped. He was covering the Cheez-It Bowl, but has been on the Citrus Bowl as well. So we'll recap uh, last night before getting into tomorrow, uh, Saturday, (laughs) with Scott Dockerman coming up at the bottom of the hour. Bama, Bob, Trent, and I have a lot of college football games to dissect. We'll start at 1045. We'll end at about 1130. 15. Look forward to that segment. And then more Hawkeye conversation with Tom Cakert, who right now is at the, I don't know, was it the, what do they call it? Is it amusement parks? That's what they're called. That's what they're called still. Um, Been a long time since I've been to an amusement park. Uh, You you don't get a season pass to Adventureland? No, I don't. I've been there once. Um, worked right next door to it yes, for a you long did. time. Uh, but anyways, Tom Caker will join us. Then we'll give four of you an opportunity to win barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Before we give you our picks, we should actually, I'm going to text Andrew Downs, ask for a little help. Yeah. Boy, is he on fire. My gosh. Hit them all yesterday. Good for AD. Running away with that contest that we're in at Bet Rivers. Good for you, Andrew Downs. A big, big day from him yesterday. So that's what's on tap today. The snow has arrived. But you know what? Signed for December 29th. If I'd have come to you in September and said, no snow till December 29th, okay. If we're going to get it, though, it would have been nice on Christmas. No. I know a lot of people are like, I want to have You want to white Christmas, yeah. I had too many of them. Uh-huh. I, could, I could do without them. I had but white yeah, Octobers. Whites, yeah, Septembers. <laughs> right. It's, it's true, Trent. April and May. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, so let's get into what we saw last night. Bowl games from yesterday. Obviously, we want to spend a lot of time talking about uh, the Cheez-It Bowl that goes to Clemson. Uh, Mike Rose couldn't answer the bell. Great tip by the new dude from uh, Cyclone Alert mm-hmm. 24-7 Sport, Nick Oson. Oson, yes. Oson, uh, who we hope to have on the program next week and uh, a regular appearance from him going forward. If he doesn't get snapped up, I saw William sniffing around, which worries me a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we'll have Nick, Os- uh, Nick Oson at some point next week. But a good tip from him on the Mike Rose story that he couldn't answer the bell. Colin Newell was in a walking boot. He was seen at the hotel, so that, I thought that was pretty good. You know what? Hats off to Xavier Richards, or Hutchinson, rather, mm-hmm. who... 
I had surgery right after the TCU game, didn't practice, and tried to gut it out. I mean, he tried to gut it out, and they they needed him to. It's been a talking point since week one of the season. They just do not have that second receiver mm-hmm. other than the tight end position. And it was very apparent last night. Every one of Brock Purdy's balls, for the most part, his completions were contested, right? right? Very narrow windows. Zero separation. That's why he's running around with his hair on fire at the end of the game. He just had no window to throw it to. When we broke down this game yesterday, I, I came to a pretty simple conclusion. If they're going to win it, Brock Purdy had to win it. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't able to. And yeah. yeah, tight windows. There was that throw early in the game when they're down inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, the Chase Allen. Yeah, yeah. you got to make that throw. That, yep. was, that was on him, for sure. That was bad. And there were just those times yep. when he needed to make a play, and he mm-hmm. didn't. And then you have one of the most in- inexplicable plays in college football this season. Yeah. To go along with the one right. from TCU a couple no, years back. right. What you is know, he doing? I, I watched it a couple of times. Was he trying to tap it to He a was player? either trying to do... You know, I'm trying to get in his head. Yeah. Um, he was un, either trying to do that, but if you watch the replay from the end zone shot, it looks to me that there's a tiger right in front of him. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to knock the ball down... Mm-hmm. I, I think out of his peripheral vision, there was a guy like standing right in front of him. And is he thinking to himself in that split second that he has to process this, that if I knock it down, maybe it's going to go right in his hands? So get it past him. Get it past him. I mean, yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. Obviously, it was a huge play in the football game. Absolutely. Massive play in the football game. I can't criticize the last play of the game. Hell, it's tough to criticize Brock Purdy, period. Yes, he's had two of those. The TCU play, the one yesterday. But... This guy's got 32 school records. Okay, haters. The bar wasn't set real high. No. But he still leapt over it, right? Mm -hmm. 32 times he jumped over it. Um, He's as tough as nails, and and they're going to miss him. They're going to miss him. Maybe they didn't last night, but it'll sink in. A guy with some physical limitations. He's not a strong-arm quarterback. He's not a guy that's going to wow you. He's not big. No. But he just went out there. He's a baller. and Yes, yeah. that's a great way to put it. He yeah. was a baller. And he went out there, and when they needed to play, he'd be there and give them an opportunity. Before that play, though, it felt a lot like the West Virginia game. Yeah. How much time they thought they had. Mm-hmm. What is it with the two-minute drill in Iowa State? It has not been pretty. No, and, and look, it, it, was, it was a huge ask to go that far with yeah. that cast of receivers. Against and, that defense. Yeah, against that defense. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, We didn't even uh, factor in that little aspect. By of, the way, they were playing Clemson. Yeah. I mean, look, they're, they're legit. Absolutely Their legit. Their offense stinks, but that defense is mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, they are. They And they were last night. But so it didn't end. The season didn't go anywhere close to what we thought it was going. Some of us thought it was going to go. I know the fan base did. A lot of the media, myself included, did. I thought this was going to be, you know, an opportunity. Look, if they're going to win the Big 12, I thought they were going to have a play, chance to play in, in the college football playoff. They didn't get close to that. Had a bunch of losses. Uh, but still, when you look over the body of work, what this group of kids has done and the joy that he is, they have brought to the fan base collectively, uh, that's how you have to remember it, I think. Not last night. Yep, it was, it was, the, the ending wasn't there, but it was a pretty special period in the history of Iowa State football. They've gone to a level now and sustained it that has never been mm-hmm. done before. You can talk about the great teams of the 70s, but that was a three-year run. This has been now a five-year run where they've gotten to yep. these heights before, and doing things that we've never seen, playing for a conference championship, something that we've never seen. So right. now the next question becomes about sustainability. That's true. You had a great group. Yep. And you got an extra year out of a bunch of these mm-hmm. guys. 
Now, what is the sustainability like with the program? Great question, Trent. And it's a great unknown. Yep. And let's... They've got some pieces. They do. Yeah. But we play this hype train a lot with no, the No, I mean, there, there's no fan base that does more. Our summer conversations continue, and we build this program yep. up, and we build it up, and we get to a point where it goes too far. Can we, can we as media members, you and me, mm-hmm. can we pump the brakes on that? Because I fall into the trap a lot. Yeah. Because we get to know these guys and right. you hear these things and and you go too far. Because we got to see it. This yeah. is a seven and six team now, right? That's what they well, are. You are what your record says. Percent right. And let's not come back and say, "Oh, here comes these young guys." Let's not fall well, into that I, trap I know. again. We, we love Mike from Waterloo. We heard that call two months ago, <laughs> right, six right. weeks ago, right? Yeah. That, that Deckers is better than Purdy, mm-hmm. and that Brock is better than Hollow. Jirel Brock, great story. Little uh, got stuck around. Good for you. He's not starting running back next year. If they are, they're in trouble. If he is, they're in trouble. They have to get into the transfer portal and find somebody else to help up Hutchinson. Jalen Noll is going to be a terrific player. He Slot already receiver. is. Yes, absolutely. They need to find that secondary receiver. They need this offensive line to finally mm-hmm. uh, take the steps forward that are needed. Uh, get some, you got some dudes on defense. You've got some young guys on defense. Bo Frailer yes. is going to be, he's going to leave his mark when he's done at Iowa State. Had a missed tackle early in the game, then he, he comes did, right back yep. and gets a pressure, and he's a good football he player. He really is. True freshman. Mm-hmm. And there's a few of them on the field last night. McDonald's a good player. Um, Purchase a good player. Tampa's a good player. They've got some guys. But to your point, I totally agree with you, although I don't know how badly we want to throw water on this because it's good for business. Sure, yeah. You know? It moves the – nothing moves the needle. Nothing, folks. In Sports Talk Radio in, in Central Iowa, nothing moves it like Iowa and Iowa State football, period. The gap between that and everything else is significant. It is. It's significant. Um so we want them engaged. We want we want them engaged. Look, our our numbers last spring were bad because mm-hmm. Iowa State basketball is awful. Right. Nobody's listening to hear how bad their team is. Oh, two and twenty-two. Right. Let's tune in to see how they'd say that we're bad. <laughs> uh, it's not a fun listen. No, it's not a fun listen. But it was. It's been a fun four years. And it hats has. off to them. But your point. Now what? Now what? Now what? They've got some huge, huge, huge shoes to fill. And now uh, you're hearing rumblings uh, about our neighbors to the north. And well, that's Matt the Campbell. yeah. I mean, Murph, um, Sears, Freund, Freund. Yep. Don't shut down crap. Just I don't think he's going to the NFL, but I know that there's a bunch of Vikings people that are going to put him on their radar. Yeah. If indeed Zimmer gets fired, I don't see how he doesn't. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't see how he doesn't. Um, but because uh, Spielman will get one more crack at a head coach, I think so. Don't you? I think he deserves it. I, yeah. I like. He's not Ryan Pace. <laughs> He's right. 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 I mean, they haven't they haven't um, missed as many times. He hasn't missed, anyways. He went out and he went after Cousins, and at yeah. the time, it looked like a, a brilliant move. Right. That team was so close. And look, I don't think he's the necessarily the anchor. He hasn't got them over the hump, right? And I'll give Vikings fans that criticism. It's absolutely fair. But it's look, there's worse, lots worse quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yes, uh, than Kurt Cousins is. Dalvin Cook's coming back this weekend. Thielen is out for the year now. Uh, Mike Zimmer has got to two more games, and he'll. Where's his ranch? Kentucky. Is that where it I is? I think it is. Beautiful place. I mean, saw uh, 
video of it or an essay on it. Just an incredible place. But and his anyways. new significant other and him can have a good time. In, indeed, yes, I assume that they will. He'll be, he'll be just fine. So, anyways, um, Clemson yesterday, Trent. Did this look like a team that um, should have maybe achieved more than they ended up doing? No, because that team was a disaster. Mm-hmm. As much as they still struggled, played Georgia tough week one. They did. And they lost 10 3 on a pick uh-huh. six. Yeah. But the offense is just so bad. Yeah. That no. there's. They kind of got what they deserve. They're 10 3. Mm-hmm. Nice season. Mm-hmm. But that's what they Yeah, are. the receivers had a bunch of receivers out yeah. last night. Justin Ross. Yeah, he's a difference maker. Yeah. He's a difference maker. Um, I, I, I like the young running back, Shipley. I like, the, I like Shipley. Um, Speaking of the future, is Clemson. Right back to well, national championship contender, though? Not with a, that quarterback. No. But apparently, listening to the broadcast, I said, and by the way, did you hear the pregame when mm. they were about to throw it to the stadium right before the kickoff? It was Booger and it was, um, I don't know, it, wasn't, it, was, it was Pollock, but it was Booger's. He liked Iowa State mm-hmm. just because these, these leaders, he could see one more, one more tremendous effort out of Brees Hall leading this, and I'm paraphrasing. Oh, no. But come on. Right. How does he not know that? I mean, you're on ESPN for crying out loud. You got to have a, you a get sheet some, in front of you. Get in your says, ear. Yeah. Brock Hall's not playing. Brees Hall's not playing. He can't do that. He can't do that. So, and he did. And he, and he did. So, but during the broadcast, I'm not sure which one of them pointed out, I guess the quarterback that everybody wanted last year is at Clemson. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the heir apparent. So how come we there. didn't see him this year? Well, that's a great question. Yeah, because it's not like this dude let, uh, no. let, lit the ACC on fire. Ugalele, good enough. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I wasn't going to DJ try. U. DJ, right? He was bad. No, and that guy that we saw last year against Notre Dame, he was great. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. Kind of like the Tanner Morgan conversation yeah. we had yesterday. Well, maybe regression. nobody had seen him. Yeah, seen the seen the uh, deficiencies in his game. Uh, what you could do. Uh, Clemson's running backs were okay in the yeah. game last night. Where where Iowa State got dominated was um, their offensive. Iowa State's offensive line had no answer for the defensive front for uh, for, for the Tigers. By the way, I know you were practicing ukulele's name. Did you practice that uh, uh, defensive? No. Oh my gosh, that was a tough one. Oh, that is a tough. It starts with a no, but uh, they they got a ton of goods. They got a good kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the... where they belong, right? Yeah. But you know what? For to, to win double digit games on the for the period of time that they did, that's pretty rarefied there. It is, you know. Yeah. I think uh, what eleven straight seasons double win double. Is that, wins, yeah. like it was that long? Is that eleven right? straight wow. years of winning oh, ten geez. games or more? At Clemson, At who, Clemson for a long time mm-hmm. in the. Early two thousands, it was about Clemsoning. Yeah. Win a big game and then yeah. lose to right. Duke. Right. You know, fall on your face after yeah. you. There was a a noun that we used about it, mm-hmm. and now well, when they get the quarterbacks that they've have in recent memory, mm-hmm. two of them, uh, you you can do some things. Orion Vance it was announced after the game last night that he's coming back. Wasn't the best kept secret, but uh, Campbell uh, put that out there. I think Zach Peterson is the. Is the only one that we have not got any clarity on. Help me out with this though. Is Mevis what? What is he moving on? I would think so because I thought he could come back. Could he come back for one more year? Or did he play five? 
I don't even know. With the way that... Because he missed a year. But you got the COVID year and how weird that is. Honestly, well, he sat the COVID year out because he didn't play. But does he get that year back That's because of it? That's a great question. Yeah, it just, it's so convoluted. Mm-hmm. I I'm, honestly have no clue. Yeah, I don't either. I, I would like to see... Um, he's good. He is? I mean, he missed one last night, but yeah. so did the so did the Clemson's kicker right. last night. But he made way more. I mean, from what we're used to with well, Iowa State kickers, yes. he is a huge. huge now they upgrade. need a punter, and apparently they've got one because he's he's not a uh, he can't do both jobs effectively. Uh, they struggled in that game last year. They got a really they got a really good player in Jalen Knoll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see him get more involved. You know, let him return kicks and punts instead of the fair catch, which I get. Campbell, I understand the strategy behind it, um, but he, he's clearly a weapon. Red shirt is off for Silas. Yeah, you know what? And, and he's look. You could tell why they like him. He's yes, quick. He is had the play where he kind of lost his feet on the yeah, screen pass out there because there. there was some room out to the left. Uh-huh. But so Sanders keeps his red shirt. You split those two guys mm-hmm. up. Got to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. You got a couple of guys that can do some different things. I think Silas will be is the favorite to start next year. I mean, I don't know who they're bringing in, right? Um, but I just can't see it being Jairel Brock. More of a complimentary yeah, kind of player. Yeah, I think that's what he is. He's big. He can't be the guy. Right. Doesn't right? have that breakaway no. kind of threat. Um, nice player. He'll have a he'll have a role uh, in, in this uh, in this next year. But I don't think he can be your primary ball carrier. I think maybe. I mean, I won't. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it's Silas. I uh, don't know what's behind him necessarily. If there's somebody that we don't know about that didn't play in any games, or if they're bringing somebody in. But seven and six is the way it ends. The curtain comes down, but it was a, uh, I know it wasn't a fun season for the Cyclone fans. Certainly a fun season talking about it week after week after week. Uh, let's get Jeff in here. Thanks for being uh, patient. Jeff, what's on your mind? Happy New Year, Jeff. How are you? Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, first, we talked about Madden uh, yesterday. I quickly watched it last night, and, you know, we've kind of talked about it before, just about Jordan and, and other sports in the you know, 70s, 80s. But the game is totally different. I mean, just the love and the passion that you see these players play, you know, play for, it's not the same now. It's too commercial. It's, you know, I don't know, money is a big Mm -hmm. deal. But, you know, when you see Brett Favre, um, you see these other players, Troy Aikman, in tears Mm -hmm. when they have these conversations. Lawrence Taylor saying, I ain't doing this crap for the NFL. (laughs) But if it's for Madden, I'll do it. And, you know, it it was – so any listeners that are listening to this, if you're a football fan or just a sports fan, yeah. it is a must-see. Here's the thing, Jeff. I know you want to move on. Just run, and I'll, and I'll let you. Just one real quick on this. Okay. So there was a bunch of players that were interviewed for this piece that didn't make the 90-minute broadcast, right? So there's a bunch of video. I mean, Tom Brady was in it for, what, five seconds? Yeah, he said something. Yeah. So there's a personal message to John Madden from everybody that didn't it was left on the cutting room floor. They've got all of this video. I have to assume that there's another special in the works amongst all those guys. Because apparently on Christmas Day, John Madden sat in that sat in his chair and listened and listened to all of those football people uh, give the personal message to him. So I hope we see it. And I'll echo your words. And I said it yesterday. If you're a football fan, if you're a sports fan, if you've got it on tape, I know it's airing tonight on Fox. Watch it. You'll be glad that you did. Go ahead, Jeff. Make uh, make your Iowa State point. Okay, so, you know, you guys have touched on it. You know, what? it's really not a really a joy year. I mean, going 7-6, and six, I believe their over-under was 10.5. 9.5. 9.5, right? okay. So they had these, you know, big, hefty goals, and yep. say what you want. You know, the coaching staff, they didn't listen to it. But the, here's the deal. 7-6, and six, 
being ranked, I, I believe, seventh at its peak. They were, That's yep. one of the most disappointment seasons of, of, of pretty much college football, or we could say top five. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on to my second point, and I know this is a doubter phone call, but, you know, you guys brought the West Virginia game. Now we're talking about the Clemson game, and you have all these, you know, weeks to prepare. Well, where was the adjustment? Where was the adjustment at halftime? You know, why are we, you know, kind of stayed in, you know, stall mode? Um, you, we have all this talent, and I know there was players that opted out. Brees Hall, I get it, on and on and on. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is the best roster Iowa State has ever had mm-hmm. and might be the best roster they ever do have. Mm-hmm. And to end up in just, you know, to kind of be in stall mode against a – and let's be fair. I think you guys have said it. Clemson is, is above average. This isn't the Clemson of old. No. Their offense is mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have great speed on defense. But this was a great way, I don't know, to kind of move forward in the Campbell era if he stays. And last night it just – great coach, but, you know, argue with the referees. You know, I, yes, we want to, we wanna, you know, push them up to a pedestal. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. And I don't know what his record is since he's been there, but I don't know. I think we're you know kind of holding him at a higher standard, in my opinion. Well, Could just yeah, just to get to where the, I mean, the five straight bowl games. That, I mean, you've lived long enough to know that that's never happened before. So I mean, okay. they, they've done some things: winning, winning a January first game, uh, winning a New Year's six game. There, there's been many firsts under the Mac. I can't be critical of him. Can't. Let me ask you a quick question. How good was that Oregon team, though? In the, in the you know what? I don't care. What, what they won the Pac-12. They, they were the Pac. Okay. They were the best team in the Pac-12. But they didn't actually win their division. Even. Well, I get it. But they they and, they and, represented the Pac-12. I I'm not going to cut that. I know everybody. My partner does included <laughs> wants to minimize that. They, they still won. I get it. They were four and two coming in. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. We got to cut you. I got to move on. What? What? No, make a final and, point. No, I'm just saying seven and six. I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. For where they were at, that was a real, and we could talk about having a joy season and moving the needle. Mm-hmm. That was a really disappointing. No, seven and six. Yes, yeah. I totally agree with you. Totally agree. I'm going to focus on the body work. Maybe it's because I'm old. Maybe because I'm getting soft. Uh, Jeff, I appreciate the call. I'm going to focus. These these kids were pretty special. This fan base, they were. But seven and six is a huge disappointment. Absolutely, huge. Trent. And, I'm and not it, minimizing. You that. can still fly, fly your cyclone flag and be disappointed. Yeah. As a fan base, you can be disappointed. Sure. Yet I said, well, you know, we're just lucky to have them. We're yeah. happy to be here. Right. The standard is raising. Yeah. And with it comes expectations. And, and, and with it comes disappointment. They're going to be next year. I mean, you got this team to this level, this program to this level. You've seen all these guys walk out the door. Pressure's on Matt Campbell next year. And if they drop to a 4-8 and eight next oh, year? Oh, gosh. 5-7, and seven, miss a yeah. bowl game? Yeah. All of a sudden, boy. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe I'm glad we didn't build that statue, right? Because mm-hmm. I know. Uh, let's get the, the most optimistic Iowa State fan uh, in the state. Uh, and that's you, Mike in Waterloo. How you are betcha. you today? You betcha. I'm not doing too good. But you know what? I'm glad the Purdy era is ended. You know, every game, all my Cyclone buddies say he's going to do something stupid. And I think he thought he's playing beach volleyball down there in, uh, in Florida. You don't do that. You, you hit the ball on the ground. And, and I've got to tell you, Kenny, I'm more optimistic about this team than ever. Did you see all the freshmen? Yeah, I did. They that, got some they talent. Them, that yeah. nose guard, they say he's going to be a superstar. And I think once, uh, you know, I like running back by committee because you know what? Then you don't have to get the guy all his yards. And 
I I swear I am more optimistic. We're going to be eight. We're going to win eight or nine games next year. And I would you know you said that Purdy was throwing the ball pretty good last night. Did you see that sideline? Yeah, he's got to make that. He's got to make that yeah. throw. He missed I mean, that. He that, missed was, that was bad. Big throw. That was yeah. terrible. Jalen I mean, Noel was all by himself. Allen. Yeah. I mean, those are bad. I, yep. And he's thrown off. It's been four years. He's been thrown off his back for, for four years. Yeah. Yeah, but he's well, had a lot. He's had, had a lot of success throwing off that back foot. Yes. though. but you're right, Mike. On those two throws last night, inexcusable. You got to make that th- throw to Allen. He's standing in the end zone. That's the score. And Jalen Noel had nobody around him. Nobody around him. And, and he you throws said it we out didn't of have a number two wide receiver. You don't. You Jaylen don't. Jalen Noel's a superstar. He is, he but he's. A, I'm talking guys. about. I'm talking about a Jackson or a Wilson or a Sean Shaw. None of those guys stepped up. No, none yeah, of those guys. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, we had, we had to get the ball to two tight ends this year. They got a lot of the... Uh, well, Kohler, more specifically, mm-hmm. did, yeah, and deservedly Kohler, so. Yeah, where was Kohler last night? Well, they took well, him out of the game. I yeah. mean, Mike, last Mike night. play defensive coordinator. Who are you going to stop? Now, Hutchinson can't go. The other two guys stink. Jalen Noel's a good player. Who are you going to take out of the way? You're going to take away Charlie Kohler. You're going to bracket him all day long all day and long. say, have somebody else beat us, and Iowa State didn't have those guys. Mike, happy well, New Year, brother. I think that... And the coaching, the offensive coordinator, Manning, he's got something to talk. I mean, third and ten, and we try a running Yeah, that was a, bad a, call. a, a run. Terrible call. Yeah. Terrible call. I mean, I think a half of was – I think it was coaching this year, a lot of it. What do you guys think? Um, I, I, some of it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate a, the call. a lot of arrows at Tom Manning, and you've yeah. seen them build the third down. The, the third down call was head-scratcher, right. right? Are you kidding me? Well, they're going to be going for it, right? Well, no, they weren't. Tom Manning. It's offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, we talked about this yesterday yeah. with Madden. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. they can be an offensive coordinator because they played the game. A lot more arrows coming his way. Mm-hmm. And when he came back after his year with the Colts, ah, this, the Messiah is coming home. Yeah, the yeah. guy that is going to fix the offensive line. He's mm-hmm. going to get everything working again, and we're going to be great. And didn't work this year. Yeah. The absence of Xavier Hutchinson last night was huge. Yes. Huge. Because who's your one? <laughs> I mean, a 5'8 guy? No. That's... Jalen knows what five, five nine eight, five. He's a good player. He's a really he's good a slot player. guy. Yes, he's, he's not a one. Totally agree. He can catch a lot of balls mm-hmm. in that. That mm-hmm. maybe he does have the most catches, but that's not what you think of your prototypical right. one. Right. And then they're going to take out the tight ends. And yeah. They're going to take out specifically, specifically Kohler. Yeah. What are you left with? <laughs> not much. Sean Shaw. Right. Earl Wilson. Um, Jackson. Sixteen, seventeen, and two. And Shaw was apparently had surgery in the middle of the season, so so maybe that uh, held him back. Anyways, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, get to Scott Dockerman on the other side. Uh, we'll head to Orlando. We'll have a quick recap on that, but I want to switch gears with Doc uh, as we've shortchanged the Hawkeye fans that in the listening audience this week because the Iowa media that's in Orlando has been unable to join us. They've been busy from ten until noon. Uh, we will talk to Doc. We'll also talk to Tom Caker in about an hour. We're Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six points for men dot com. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. All right, let's get right to him. Scott Dockerman is in Orlando. He's been there since day after Christmas. Thereabouts covered the Cheez-It, switches gears to cover the Citrus. Uh, the Athletic is where you can read Doc. I believe they are in the final days of their $2 a month. Did you see that, Trent? That's a good one. I'll say. Uh, Scott Dockerman joins us. Hello, Doc Trenton. Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? 
I'm doing great, guys. It's a beautiful day here in, in Orlando, and I'm watching a kind of a hawk circle uh the Hooters restaurant. I'm over at the Waffle House. So. Nice. Yeah, glad you got that in. Um, so, 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 Doc, let's first of all, let's do last night before we move forward and talk about Kentucky and Iowa. Just your thoughts on on covering uh, covering the Cyclones as they head to the Cheez It Got Beat uh, 2013. As we know, uh, your final thoughts on uh, on Iowa State's week in Orlando, culminating with the loss last night. Yeah, it was a difficult end for, for the Cyclones, as we know. You know, this was a season with such high expectations and hopes, and to have it kind of crash with a lot of really close losses is, uh, you know, in, in some ways it's fitting, but it's, of course, it's heartbreaking in the same boat. I mean, I think early on you could see that, that Clemson just has just immense athletes. They're just terrific at every spot except quarterback. And, yeah. and I, but Iowa State played really hard. I mean, there were so many guys out. I counted 35 guys who were in street clothes mm-hmm. and, you know, including Brees Hall and Mike Rose. And then you also had, you know, some guys who transferred. And so it was, um, there were some challenges there, but I think they fought and overcame them. And, you know, and until that final drive when, you know, they still had a shot. Had an opportunity turnover to end the game with that, Doc. A look to the future. You look at this program, what Matt Campbell has built to this point. What do you see the future of Iowa State football under Campbell after this great group of seniors departs? Yeah, that's a, that's a million-dollar question, or in his case, multi-million-dollar question. Because, you know, a lot of coaches, good coaches can do this, which is build a program from, from ground up and, and put them in a position to have success. And Matt Campbell certainly has done that in names. And, and to his credit, it's it's been unprecedented level of success. Now you've got to you've got to reach back and do round part two when you lose guys like Hall and Purdy and and that's the hallmark of, of going from good to great as a coach and and as a program and and I think uh, you know he's got some pieces and he's got some pieces coming back you know using that sixth year it looks like Orion Vance is going to do it certainly uh, Xavier Hutchinson will I like Will McDonald out of uh, yeah Will McDonald is coming back that's huge for them I mean one of the great uh, pass rushers in the country. And then also Jairo Brock. I think he played hard and against a really good defense. So, um, you know, the question will be, like with anything, how does quarterback compete? Hunter Deckers is the next guy up right now. And, and uh, you know, so I can't really answer what it'll look like. But I think, if nothing else, I think Matt Campbell will have him playing hard and, and being very competitive. And, and if he can have round two, then, hey, then, then – He's proven his value as a coach, no question. No doubt about it, Doc. Couldn't agree with you more. Now it's time to sustain. Built it, now sustain it. Uh, let's uh, let's move to Saturday from the Cheez-It to the Citrus. Uh, Hawks, Kentucky. What have you seen? Uh, I know you've been allowed to watch some of the practice. You've seen the quarterback rotation so far. I think listening to you or reading you on Twitter and reading Leistakow on Twitter and the Iowa media is there, I believe, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, you think it will be Spencer Petrus. That seemed to be the consensus. What have you seen, Doc? Not a ton, but yeah, I would definitely say that it was Spencer Petrus that, um, you know, after a really vicious hit in the Big Ten championship game where he was left really bruised from about his midsection all the way down his leg, uh, now he's in a position where he's, uh, you know, he's taking snaps with the ones. It looks to be the case, you know, reading mannerisms, even though they're trying not to announce, make that decision or announce it, um, that he seems to be taking most of the reps there with the ones. And I think that's a, you know, that that's that step that kind of going into the Big Ten championship game that they just feel more comfortable with him. And, you know, he's he's got a, you know, more decisiveness. And, 
And, uh, you know, and, but Alex Padilla you know, has been a good soldier. He talked the other day. He seemed kind of disappointed, but, but it's hard to read him as well. So I, I don't know exactly, you know, if I'm not just based on whatever, everything that I've gathered that it's probably going to be Spencer Peters playing and there's not going to be any kind of rotation or anything. Motivation always a huge part of uh, handicapping bowl games. What have you heard, not just from the Iowa side, you figure they're going to be locked in, but also from the Kentucky side, how excited the Wildcats are to be there taking on Iowa. I think both sides have kind of equal interest in this game. Mm-hmm. I, I was probably a little bit more per, uh, interested in seeing how Clemson was going to hit fair uh, mentally against Iowa State than maybe either one of these two teams because you know, they're both at the levels where they can both be historically um, go to high levels, and that is Iowa could be only the fourth team in school history to win 11 games. Kentucky can be only the fourth team in school history to go to 10 wins. And and I think that's really uh, – that's probably you know, those are important markers for both schools. Um, I, I see just from talking to a few of the Kentucky players that they're very – they're motivated. They're interested. There's no real, you know, lag or, or anything. So I expect this to be a, a hard, you know, competitive game for both teams. Um, Kentucky's got great players. Wondell Robinson and Will Levis had a really nice year too, and and so and, and they have outstanding offensive line. So I, I think this is going to be a really strong test for both teams. Yeah, uh, you're 100. They're undisciplined, Doc. Watching Kentucky, that's to me they uh, they're really athletic, uh, but they just make some just boneheaded gaffes and, and allow teams to stick around. Uh, from what I've seen them the Cats this year. Speaking of sticking around, Doc, what do, how, whose decision are we waiting on from pursuant to Iowa when it comes to sticking around? Charlie Jones, uh, I guess uh, Riley Moss is he's says he's going to go to one of the uh, uh, the senior events, but could forego and come back. Uh, what decisions are still hanging out there? I mean, no one expects Linderbaum to come back after this year. Uh, what? Who are you waiting to hear from, whether it's after the game or in the days ahead? Yeah, I think you're right that it's probably those two. I mean, they've only got 13 scholarship seniors. I wouldn't expect very many to be really in play. Uh, right now, I would say Charlie Jones is probably number one because it really is a question mark. And then number two, as you said, Riley Boss, he has accepted an invitation to the Senior Bowl, which is the most prestigious of the bowl games. And, you know, you have two NFL coaching staffs, plus every single scout and evaluator practically in the league is down there. So that's a great opportunity for him. That's Alabama, right, where they're at? Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, that's so, it, yep. Yeah, so it's, it's a great opportunity. I, I would, ex- I mean, he's accepted it. He said he can, he can, he had it timeline on that so he really needed to make sure that uh he had to accept it first and then he can make the decision to pull out but you know if he has a decent game i would expect him to go too so i don't know that they'll have many other guys uh many of their suit for seniors per se uh stick around heard from brian ference earlier in the week uh, take away from that doc certainly a guy that has uh, taken a lot of arrows this season with the ineptitude of the Iowa offense, what the offensive coordinator had to say. Yeah, uh, Brian likes to <laughs> likes to filibuster a little bit, yeah. um, and that's pretty much the, the mm. gist of what we got there from him, which is a lot of conversation about uh, maybe the principles and the tenets of this program, and it's always going to be physical and you know, mentioned a little bit that they didn't quite accomplish what they wanted, but didn't really give away any kind of secrets or, and he, he never really does in a public setting like that. So, uh, to say I took away anything that I already didn't know, I would say no, but, 
but I do. I think he does understand the 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 need to improve. And I don't know if that means the need to change. I don't know if if they win, if that's the enemy of progress here, or if it's um, you know, or they're still going to make some moves. I, it's hard to say. So. I didn't glean a whole lot from, from what I talked to with Brian Uh Last thing, Doc, Gavin Williams, how busy is he going to be on Saturday? I think he'll be the most the busiest back on mm-hmm. the field. Um, yep. I, Ivory Kelly Martin is getting the start, and rightly so. Yep. Um, you know, he's a, he's a senior contributor, a leader yep. type. I think this is ceremonial. Yep. Like, I think Gavin Williams is going to have the majority of carries. I'm with you. Uh, Doc, you've got that special at the Athletic Runs Through tomorrow, Tomorrow, right? Two bucks a month, essentially. I mean, you're giving it away for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. Two, uh, 12 months, 24 bucks, end-of-the-year special. So uh, jump on, check it out. I'll have one more story on the Cyclones, then go full Hawkeyes for a few weeks, and, and then check us all out for all your NFL coverage and, and beyond. Whatever sport, whatever team, for the most part, they have it covered at The Athletic. Trent and I both pay subscribers and glad that we are. Doc, Happy New Year. Uh, we'll catch up with you next week. We're off Monday, but uh, hopefully your schedule will allow, to, uh, allow you to join us on Tuesday to recap Orlando. Thank you, Scott Dockerman, for all you do for us. All right. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Thanks, bud. Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman, live from Orlando. We'll get into uh, the bowl games next. Uh, still, Tom Caker to come about 1125. More conversation on the Hawkeyes, Miller and Condon, or on Des Moines Sports Station 106.1800 bets off. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. If you bet North Carolina, South Carolina, the first five minutes of this game is all over them. Holy mackerel. Uh, Gamecocks, ready to go. Can't say the same about UNC, at least for the time being. A long way to go, thankfully. Uh, We are going to go around some of those bowl games and do so now. We'll take you until 11, then we'll come back with the two playoffs and the granddaddy of them all in our uh, segment to kick off the second hour of the program with our friend Bama Bob. Hello, Bama, Trent, and Ken. How are you? I'm doing great. Kenny, how are you? This is... uh... Next three days are probably the best three of the year, aren't they? Yeah, pretty spectacular, no doubt about that. And get to sit and watch every single one of them gratefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Baba, let's uh, before before we get into, we're going to start uh, with the Purdue Tennessee game coming up. Anything since we spoke on Tuesday? Uh, Thirty seconds on what you've seen, or anything stick with you? Yeah, I mean, I felt bad for Iowa State and Purdy yeah. last night. The way that game ended, um, <clears throat> I not surprised Clemson won. We talked about last time they're, they're a championship team, and you know they had opt outs and transfers and everything. But the, the the guys that wanted to be there were there, and I think the biggest the biggest hole in the game was Brees Hall, in my opinion, yeah. uh, not playing. And you, you don't blame him. I don't I don't blame anybody like that not playing. Uh, it's a it's a decision for their future. Um, you know the Virginia Tech the the highlight of their whole game were those sweet helmets with the Yankees yes, logo. Uh, I did not know the story behind that. And that's a great story. Great tribute to the Yankees to do that. It wasn't just because they played there. It was because the Yankees, you know, played a exhibition mm-hmm. game after that horrible shooting. Um, Dave Doran, man, boy, he's that guy, hot. Woo, is he hot? Yeah. I mean, what did he call the NCAA? Not, not confident about anything or something <laughs> like that is what he said. And, I mean, he just basically said they. I mean, the interview I saw, he had a a hat that said Holiday Bowl Champions on. I mean, kind of reeks of Central Florida a few years ago. But I mean, 
I don't know what the answer is there. I feel for them. They came all the way across yeah. the country. It looked like everything was good. Four hours before they 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 pull the game, and then they can't find an opponent. They go home. So I mean, he's hot. I get it. Standing up for his players. I don't know how you handle that situation. I mean, I really don't. Um, other than just stop testing two days before a game, whatever. Yeah. I, I I really don't know what to do. But it was. Um, Frustrating for Doran, Drake guy, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. they had a chance at a historic season. There's not a whole lot of ten win seasons and, and at a bigger, and a bigger no. bonus too. Well, and, and that <laughs> yeah, goes I mean, sure, yeah, you win a ball game, which yeah. you know maybe they'll give him the bonus anyway because he's yeah. got the hat that they he want. Does. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel for him, and I don't blame him for going off like that. I really don't. I just think that he he wanted to get it off his chest. He got it off his chest, and I guess you just got to move forward at this point. See, you glossed over that 0-4 record from the SEC. Can you can you SEC guys tell us beforehand which games actually count? <laughs> you know, this is such a goofy year um, with all the opt-outs and everything. I, I just I, I can tell you one that's going to count, and that's one tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I mean, you know, all the and there, well, two of them tomorrow. I guess actually, there's uh-huh. two tomorrow that are going to count. So uh, it, it's it's just a wacky season. I, I don't understand Mississippi State. Boy, they just Talk about an egg. Mm-hmm. Just laid an egg. Not surprised on Florida with UCF just because Emory Jones is in the transfer portal. If he gets any takers, I'll be surprised. I mean he'll get somebody, but he's not a quarterback. Boys, uh, let's move. We got we got a whole bunch yeah. of games to get to. Um and I, yep. I, I want to get through this and try <laughs> damn this to stay on time. Trent, the Music City Bowl comes our way middle of the afternoon today. Hooker for Tennessee, their quarterback was really good this yes. year. No Carl Aftis, no David Bell for Purdue. Uh, Tennessee's a favorite in the football game. How do you see it? Yeah, and I think they're going to roll here. I do too. This, uh, I wasn't sure about the hire. You know, going out mm-hmm. there and bring going to UCF, bringing in sub tempo. They're fast. You mentioned the opt outs for Purdue, a team that doesn't have the kind of depth to lose. Two guys are going to be first round draft picks. I yeah. mean, that's what they're losing here with those two players. It almost feels a lot. Well, when we saw Iowa play Tennessee in a bowl game mm. and how ugly that one, I think this one is blowout city for the Vols. Uh, SEC gets one in the win column, according to Trent. Uh, they're Bama, do you? And, and uh, I agree with Trent, so I guess we both feel that way. Do you? Uh, I do. I don't know. You know, listen, I, I, Purdue's had a good year. I think uh, this is a big game for Tennessee, and Heifel's had a, he's, he's had a good year. There's no question about it. I think Hooker has, you know, Maybe bailed him out a little bit if if he didn't get that transfer. I think what from Virginia Tech. I think is where he came from. You know, twenty six touchdowns, three picks. That's a season, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, yeah. Anywhere and especially in the SEC. You mentioned the loss of Bell. That's huge. Uh, Tennessee has been a little leaky in the secondary all year in terms of uh, you know giving up you know big numbers in the passing game, big plays. I think that's going to help uh, O'Connell. I, I mean, you got to find somebody else. I guess. Uh, you're just not going to repl- you, d- you don't replace David Bell, and I think that's just one of those things where Tennessee's got a lot to prove. They got a lot going in. Hooker's a senior, though, so I mean, you know, doesn't he? The, ca- the couldn't problem- he come back to Obama? Doesn't he have one? I don't. I, yeah, he may have one more COVID year. COVID. Yeah. I know he's a senior, so he may have one more year. And if he does, I think that's going to be huge because oh. that's going to give that will give Heupel time to recruit a guy to replace him. If he doesn't, if he doesn't have any eligibility left, then. All Heifel's done is set up, you know, maybe an eight-win season, you know, and Tennessee's going to expect an SEC East next year. That's what their fan base, and that's just not going to happen. Um, but I, I like what they've done. I like Tennessee in the game. It's in Nashville. There's going to be a lot of orange in the stands, uh, and I think I think this would mean something to them. It means something to Purdue, too, I think. They're going after a nine-win season. It's a big year at Purdue, but I just think the loss of Bell, that's the – 
Bell is going to be the best player on the field. He's not there. I'll take the ball. Uh, Trent, do you have anything to say about the Peach Bowl? No Walker. I, no I don't have a feeling. I, I don't either. Bama, do you on yeah, Michigan State Pittsburgh? Just that it's a shame. And yeah. again, I understand it. Me too. These are two high first round draft picks, especially Pickett. Could be the first quarterback taken. Probably will be. You know, 42 touchdowns, seven picks. Walker, you know, for a while was the Heisman favorite. Almost 1,600 yards, over 1,600 yards on the ground. The two best players aren't playing. And so I just, it was going to be, you know, ground versus air. And I don't know. It, it, it's a shame. It's, it's, it's a really good good season for Pitt that is ending uh, on a, on a, maybe a little sour note. If they win the game, it'll be fine. 12 and two great year, won the ACC. A um, little bit of a letdown for Michigan state started, you know, got as high as number two. And now they're, they're still playing in a really nice ball game, but without their best player. And I just, I don't know, again, no feel for it without your two studs. Um, if both were playing, I'd probably like Pitt oh my gosh. in the game. Um, just <laughs> because Carolina's of that. Just running away. Are they really? Oh my God! Wow. Zeb, Zeb Nolan, the, the Zeb Nolan show. Yes. So the SEC well, is about to be on the board South here. Carolina. Apparently, that's the reward. If whoever wins this game gets to call, just gets to go by Carolina. You want to put the most uh, south in front of it. So Trent, you said a sixty-three yard touchdown. Yep. There's a sixty-six on top of it. They are gutting uh, the Tar Heels. Uh, who let, let's who needs Spencer Rattler? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Think when you have Zeb Nolan, um, yeah. <laughs> I need UNC, and that's not looking good. Uh, Trent, um, I love Wisconsin tonight. You I, do, I do. I just think how they, they score against Arizona. I don't State. care if their their defense going to score. Their I don't know. I don't know how Arizona State's going to score. Well, and that's where I'm looking at too. This thing you like the under? I mean, two nights ago we got 18-6. Yeah. This thing might be 19-12. I I think this is a Big Ten defense of show today. And that's how I see it. I don't like the Wisconsin offense. I don't like they can run. They're running the ball better. They are. Arizona State's good defensively though. Mm-hmm. I think this thing's destined for under ugly. Probably crappy field conditions, you know, everything that we anticipate yeah. with these late night games. But give me the under in this one. I'm with you. Bucky gets the win, though. Uh, off to uh, off to Vegas. How do you see it? Yeah, well, is this in this game in? Uh, it's at Allegiant. Yeah, it's at Allegiant. Oh, yeah. So, Isn't yeah, it? field shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. No. Oh, yeah. Field. Yeah. yeah. No yeah, Sam Boyd. No, but no. Yeah, but uh, listen, I like Wisconsin too. I'm with you. I I don't know what Arizona State is besides. Jaden Daniels, and he's really good. Yeah, he's a... but he, he hasn't had a great year when you really look at it. I mean, you know, only 10 touchdowns, 9 picks. That's not great. Of course, Mertz on the other side, 9 touchdowns, 10 picks. So it's kind of a, you know, is your slot better than my slot kind of game. And I just like Allen. I like Brandon Allen in this game. I think Wisconsin's yep. just going to line up. You're, you're right. Arizona State's pretty good on defense. And they've got they got NFL guys on that on that coaching staff that might be able to figure something out, but at the end of the day when you outweigh, you know, the guys you're going against by thirty five, forty pounds per man, it's hard to stop. And I just think you're right. I think this has got ugly all over it. Um I like that it's late. It's something that, you know, I think this one will get played late. Um and you'll just you know, you'll you'll fall asleep to it and it'll be six nothing and you'll wake up and it'll be, you know <laughs> nine you know, three. Seven nine three, whatever. So yeah. It's uh, I, I like Wisconsin. I'm with you. I kind of like them big. I don't. Daniels is going to have to be the best player on the field by far for them, and he's been just too inconsistent for me. You know, the ground game travels, and I think it's going to travel out there. And you know, but look, if if Daniels can get a get him ahead, Wisconsin's not a catch up team in my opinion. But uh, Allen's had some big games, not against Minnesota, but other than that, against defenses maybe similar. He had a good game against Nebraska, and. 
you know, Northwestern Rutgers, all those teams. So he's, I'll, I'll take the Badgers in this one just because I think it's team over player. Friday and Saturday's bowl games to kick off our number two. Bama going to put you on hold. Stay right there. Come back to you. We come back for the second hour of Miller and Condon. Claxon's Barbecue. We'll get Tom Kakert live from Orlando. Orlando. Our picks before we get out of here at noon. One hour to go on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.